Welcome to another episode of Auto Service World Conversations. I'm Alan Jansen, editor of Cars Magazine and Jobber News. This is a podcast that brings you new ideas, comments, and concerns about the automotive repair and service industry, sponsored by SiriusXM Canada. SiriusXM is making it possible for you to offer your customers three months of free satellite radio. Go to SiriusXM.ca slash four shops for details. We are also sponsored by the Automotive Aftermarket Parts Exposition, the virtual Apex Experience Show, which will be held November 3rd to 5th and is free to attend. The virtual Apex Experience offers free accredited training sessions presented by elite technicians who will address the industry's most important topics. Plus, there will be the opportunity for one-on-one meetings with key suppliers. For more information and to register, visit www.apexshow.com. In today's episode, I'm speaking with Bob Ward. He's the owner of the Auto Guides in St. Thomas, Ontario. Bob read our recent article about the AIA's efforts to convince the Ontario government to certify collision shops and body shops. AIA says the idea of mandatory certification for collision shops is growing, not only in Ontario, but right across the country. They'd also like to see that expanded into the mechanical sector. Predictably, I got a few letters about that from readers, and one from my old friend Bob Ward. He likes the idea, and I thought I'd give him a call to ask why. Bob Ward. Bob Ward, it's Alan Jansen calling. How are you? Not bad, yourself? I'm good. I'm sorry to call you on a Saturday. I, I hope it's uh, not inconvenient. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a problem with that. Well, you dropped me a line about certifying shops, and I wondered if that's something you wanted to talk about. Absolutely. So you saw the article that said AIA is working towards mandatory certification of shops starting in Ontario with collision shops, but it could expand across the country and it could also expand into mechanical. What do you think of that? I'm hoping it would because the bar needs to be raised. There's too much stuff going on that is bringing down the trade. And I'm not going to say the governments don't want to do it, but they don't have the manpower to enforce the mm. rules and regulations. And what's what's happened as a result is that there's a boom of illegal shops operating. Really? In your area or have you noticed this uh, in other areas as well? All over. And, and, and it's in the bigger urban areas. So these are fly-by-night operations that pop up in uh, industrial areas? That's correct. And and they don't have licensed techs and uh, they don't follow the same guidelines. Some of them aren't registered with CIA or anything. But the unfortunate part here, and this is the frustrating part from me being a shop owner and a Chamber of Commerce member, is that there's a steady stream of customers for these people. What do you account for their popularity? Is it because people are price conscious? Correct. And with the technology on these cars improving at an unbelievable pace, the cost of repairs are going to become substantially more. And this is why people are becoming more price conscious. Of course. And, you know, every, I mean, everybody does. And, you know, you and I both do it. Yeah, but I do it when I'm buying books, Bob. I don't do it when I'm buying something that's going to save my life or, or, or cost me my life if it's not well maintained. You're absolutely right. But the automotive industry is slowly turning into a commodity-based industry. And we're not. We're a service-based industry. Right. There's so many shops out there that don't belong to any associations that will bond them together. I mean, I've been a member of AIA for several years now, and I've been a member of Aero for a long time too. And these groups play an integral part in the operation of, of legitimate businesses. And these are both good lobbying groups 
four legitimate businesses, right? So if if the government were to say, you know what, we need to regulate these, I don't have a problem with that. My challenge to them is how are you going to regulate it? They don't have enough people to enforce everything. Yeah. Bob, I wonder what the fly-by-nighters are going to say. They're going to say, hey, you're just trying to protect your high-priced clientele. You're trying to protect the little empire that you've built. Here we are. We're doing a, a great job at a cheaper price. Why don't you just leave us alone? Well, that's true. And, and the ones that are like that will cry foul. But sooner or later, they're going to realize that they're not going to be able to play anymore because it's going to require a huge monetary infusion of equipment and technology and subscriptions, right? And they're not getting the money for it. And and they don't have the money for it, and they're not willing to pay the price to get the skilled technicians to pay them to be able to do the work. Yeah. But you can't flip a switch with an Allen and have it disappear overnight. Mm-hmm. This is going to take time, and unfortunately, that stresses all of the legitimate business owners out. Because, you know, we're always feeling the crunch of people taking their cars to friends or next door neighbors or whatever to do this stuff. And that is going to go away very quickly. Well, there's a lot of shop owners that wouldn't want the government to get too involved, uh, force you to write a test or to pay a lot of money to get a license to be certified to open a shop. They're going to resist the bureaucracy element. Uh, Do you also have some hesitation about Mm -hmm. letting the government get too involved in this? Um, I'm going to say the general theory behind it, I'm 100% behind that, right? How they get to that and the people who are involved in the process, just like how DriveClean evolved, Alan. When DriveClean evolved, they had stakeholders in there Hmm. and the stakeholders provided valuable information, which changed the program and morphed it into what it was. So you're in favor in principle, but it has to be done correctly and certainly with input from industry. Absolutely. Right? And that will gauge your credibility. Like our shop, we're uh, a member of the CAA approved auto repair service centers. And that CAA logo that we put on our business and in all our uh, information carries a lot of weight. Sure. It's like years ago when they had the Diners Club. If you had that certification or a AAA or a CAA or Ontario Motor League, I'm dating myself when I say that. <laughs> I mean, those are all labels of a credible business that meets certain standards. And they cost you a little bit at your end, but they brought in business and they brought in credibility. The credibility is the big thing, okay? The government gets behind this and does it properly and is able to maintain it that way. You can't just make the change and then let it sit and then hope everything goes well, because you know it won't. Like you, I don't know a lot about the collision industry, but AIA sounds very bullish on the fact that this could happen. Do you think that there's a chance that uh, mechanical will also follow suit? I would hope that it would. Uh, Like now, you, you have to have a business license, but anybody can get a business license. There's no standards or anything to keep up to. If it's a program where you have to meet certain minimum requirements, that is going to draw a lot of people to that. And then it's up to the business owners to keep the people coming there. Right. It doesn't sound that onerous to meet certain levels of service and competence. Well, competence is the big one. That would be better for the consumer because it's going to give them more confidence in going to an, a recognized or an approved or certified shop than one that isn't. Yeah, absolutely. 
ultimately the choice is theirs. I would be willing as a shop owner to enter into that program and, and follow that. Because I'm a member of the CA program, they come out and do inspections and uh, they monitor my performance. Yeah, you've had experience with the way these things work. And that's why I like them. The public needs to be educated and protected. Servicing a car now is not like it was 20 years ago. Not even like it was 10 years ago. Well, it'll be interesting to see what the Ford government uh, says when this comes up in conversations. And certainly what other provinces are going to do. I'm curious to know how they're going to handle it. My hat's off to the AIA for pushing this initiative. Well, I'm going to put you in the column of enthusiastically supporting mandatory certification for shops. Absolutely. Good. Well, thanks very much for talking to me, Bob. I hope you have a great weekend, and we'll talk soon. You bet. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Well, that's it for another episode of Auto Service World Conversations. I'd like to hear what you think about mandatory certification for shops. And if you have a point of view that you'd like to share with the industry, let me know. You could be a guest on an upcoming podcast. Just drop me a note at alan at newcom.ca. As always, I'd like to thank SiriusXM Canada and the Virtual Apex Experience Show for sponsoring us. And you for listening. I'm Alan Jansen. See you next time.